It is DID84 show live here, episode 203. Uh, as always, Adam, the male to the left of me. It is Wednesday. It's November. It's cold, even though it's going to be uh, 70 degrees tomorrow here in Boston. Oh, shit. Nice. That's fun for everyone. Um, it's almost Thanksgiving. Do you believe that? That's crazy. Fucking, is it a week from tomorrow? A week from tomorrow? Is it is, uh, yeah, a week from tomorrow. Week Holy tomorrow's shit. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving? Holy fuck. I'm guessing we don't have that Friday off. I think last year I he he let me work from home. I'm oh. just gonna I'm just gonna straight out and ask him. That's right. You work worked from home. I think I worked a half day in the office. I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna straight out and be like, hey, listen, be easy if I can work from home. Yeah. A child care issue. Yeah. The month of December is gonna be a little odd for us because uh, I'm my babysitter's on vacation, so. I have to work a couple days from home and fucking babysit at the same time. So that's going to be fun. So it is what it is. What are you going to do? But it's like the week before Christmas. So it doesn't really matter. It's garbage time anyways in the office, but not for us. We're we're still got 150 ish uh, stuff, the things to do in there. Oh, job security. I'm not too worried. That's true. So if we had nothing left and we're going into the holidays, if, if we had nothing and we're going into the slow season, we're fucked. But since we're uh, we got plenty, we have a plentiful amount in there. Mm-hmm. Went into the slow season. I think we're gonna be all right. I'm not too concerned. That's true. But, uh, we have a guest tonight. She'll be joining us shortly. Her name's Allison. Whoa, what? Well, well, God damn. Well, I, well, God, what God? Uh, yeah. I, mean, I can't even try. I, it's it's uh, what nationality is that? Is that Jewish or is he that like Polish? You think? Wits, yeah, I don't know. I know skis, but I don't know. I'm sure this happens a lot to her. Yeah, sure this is a very common thing. Yeah. Probably why when we listened to the end of her last podcast, she just said, "This is Allison." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Allison, who am I? Allison. Oh, hey, Allison. How it's Ooh, Allison. It's my ex-wife, Allison. Allison. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, funny, you know. Um, I do have some news that came out over the last couple hours that kind of going to be a, a father. Little- a little concerned. Fuck no. No, it's uh, really if I am. Then I don't know about it. Then, you know, before I do, because I don't fucking know. No. Um, so I guess over the summer, this report just came out today. I guess over the summer, the, Ch- the Chinese launched a hypersonic missile test that went around the world. Um, and uh, General John Hayton, ongoing vice chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, told CBS about the test during an interview, quote, mm-hmm. They launched a long-range missile. It went around the world, dropped off a hypersonic glide vehicle that glided all the way back to China and okay. then hit the target. When yep. asked if the missile hit the target directly, Hyten said, quote, close enough. Well, that's good. And uh, Russia sent out a missile the other day. I don't know heard this one into space and it blew up and it caused the uh, International Space Station to go on a lockdown because it was like uh, something was going up there. So now, uh, just, you know, China and Russia are shooting missiles up into space and blowing them up. And uh, I'm pretty sure where are are we or we just not knowing about it. I I would like to. I would hope. I don't know. So where we have at least the technology to match theirs, wouldn't you say? Uh, Well, General General uh, General Mark Miley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, later acknowledged China conducted a hypersonic weapon test, which he said came very close to a Sputnik moment. Um, The defense secretary said, no, um, I wouldn't call it a Sputnik moment, 
but the U.S. has concerns about China's growing military capabilities. Yeah. And they said, like, now we've heightened, uh, highlighted the as our pacing challenge. That I mean, I have concerns, don't you? I have a lot of concerns. I have a, I have many concerns. In fact, this is why I get annoyed. And I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I just let, let me speak here. No one's going to listen to me. Nobody listens to me, but that's fine. I, I, I have this to kind of document what I'm saying, and I am not an I told you so person, mm -hmm. but I am kind of just throwing this out there, even though nobody will listen to me. Nobody listens to me. My friends don't listen. No one listens to anything I say, but I'm going to tell you this, people. Okay. Inflation is at a 30 year high. All right. Yep. Well, yep. The stock right. market is keeps setting new records despite that. Um, things yeah. like Bitcoin and other stores of value are also reaching all time highs, even though we just had a recent pullback of that market, but it's still close to relatively all time high. Something is not right. Okay. Oh, yeah. There is going to be a giant, massive, cataclysmic fallback sometime, I would say, within the next year. I would say eight months to a year from now. Right? What do you think it's going to be? Like, what kind of fallback? Financially. And that's why I think people need to stop focusing on complaining on Twitter and yeah. looking at what people are saying on Twitter about, like, I understand this infrastructure bill is a big deal and complaining about Democrats, Republicans, but there is a much bigger picture here. Yeah. You can't control that. You can control that by electing these people out of office, but you can't control them this soon as what is going to happen, what is coming up, right? You can control your finances. Mm -hmm. That is within your bound. And we're going to see some massive people losing a lot of fucking money, I believe. Oh, I think so. Right. I think this is going to be a good opportunity for someone like yourself or myself who are aware of this uh, coming uh, coming of Christ to take advantage of the system uh, in a few years once it all kind of comes down and everyone else is left with their dicks in their hands. Yeah, like I, I but like, I agree. I, fighting on Twitter about all this. Oh, yeah, this, like, I, I, like, so I agree 100% actually with you. I think uh, it's the narrative. The, there's something there's going to be another dip. Um, And I think a lot of people putting a lot of their apples in one bin instead of spreading them out yeah. and which is a terrible idea to, to you know whatever to all everything and all under one but yeah, like you yeah. said and like 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 you had said for years the chinese slow game over the 50 years this is their this is what they're playing this is how they're doing it and um yeah i, I agree 100 percent. i think something's Between financially the... bad is going to come i think it's going to be another crash of the stocks market or it's going to be another uh you know a huge recession is alum. I mean, it's been, God, was it 2009, 2008 was the last one. So we're approaching almost a 20 year, 15 year mark. And it happens every 15 to 20 years of a huge recession. But we're, um, we're at 30 year inflation. And 30 year, it's yeah. very high. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Um, I mean, I, you know, it just filling up your gas tank. It's as easy as seeing that going to the grocery store. My gas has increased $20 a tank in the oof. last six months. I was filling up my tank for 42 bucks. It's now at 60 bucks. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not yeah. driving any less. I'm still driving, you know, 500 miles a week. But um, and then go to the grocery store. You know, we had budgeted ourselves, you know, a couple hundred bucks a week for groceries and all that stuff. And that's blown the budget right there. Um, and, restaurants. Uh, I've noticed that working at the bar, there's a little less volume coming in because less people have extra money to spend to go to a bar. Right. Yep. So beer costs have gone up. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's just, one other thing. Um, I just want to say, too, also, yeah. in regards to China, and they're slowly every year just kind of creeping in. There's one other thing I noticed, and I can't put the pieces together yet, but there's something here with this. And I don't know what exactly it is, but something. All right. Yeah. So China, like in their their Bitcoin crackdowns, right, and everything like clo the closing mining operations. Mm. I think it's all bullshit. Okay. 
I think the thing is this, okay? You can't just leave China to go somewhere else and do that. And that's what's happening, right? Mm. It's China. It's not like the United States who's leave the country or whatever, but they're they're leaving to go do it somewhere else, which doesn't seem right to me. That makes me believe their own government is going Mm. to other places to do that. For whatever reason, I don't know why they won't just do it all there. And it, it, well, because maybe because they want to throw the scent off, you know what I mean? Like, for example, you know, the Russians, the Russians went to Afghanistan in the late 70s, early 80s, and they got kicked out. We went to Afghanistan in the late 2000s, early 2000s, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. That didn't work out very well. Now, the Chinese want to go to Afghanistan because they have all these minerals and all these natural resources that are going to be mine. Something, you know, if you're going to take over an area, you probably should try to take all their resources which we failed to do but whatever so china wants yeah. to go and try afghanistan all right so the third superpower going there but there's also all those soviet you know stands i like to call them because they're all part of the old former soviet union and they're all kind of that are kind of vulnerable mm. and i think if i'm in the perspective of say russia right which is a huge superpower so you, you figure you get china russia and then you united states to a to a not really anymore just the u.s now it's we, we're only as as powerful as our allies at this point right which we're, we're losing left and right but like when you think about it now if now so what happens if russia and china decide to go in cahoots with each other which they probably already are at this point yeah, right they, are. Think, yeah. Yeah, they plan on building a moon base together right and they border each other at you know they're they're a country two powers that know they can't take over each other so they have to work as a team so it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like if you're like one, if there's three people out there and you team up with two other people to beat the other person, and that's what they're doing. So China and Russia are teaming up to beat the rest of the world. And yeah. I don't know. That sounds a little smelly of a little bit of thing I like to call World War II, if you don't remember, when several superpowers got together to try to take over the world. I mean, it's a little, it's not to the extent at this point that not, I mean, uh, well, maybe the Chinese are killing people, I guess. They do have their uh, concentration camps to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. For the, uh, the, <laughs> the waggers, the wiggers, of the, they're calling them out there, that, that group of people they're trying oh. to kill. The, wiggers, yeah. Yeah, the white people think they're black. Um, yeah. No, but the, what, the wag, I, I don't know what they're called. But, and then you have Russia. So it's basically like Germany and Japan. Now we just have Russia and China. It's it's yeah. it has all the makings of a world war when you think about and it. And then you need the, and then you need that one event that that catalyst that that fire that that yeah. oil on the gas that gasoline on the fire to spark that war. It's, and it's, you know what that could very well be? Taiwan. Okay, well, I was gonna say or um um uh, what the hell is the country that Russia wants to take over out there? Uh, not Czechoslovakia. Um. Uh, God, why am I just drawing a blank? The country that they oh. own, but now they want to they keep poking the bear they have apparently russia is putting troops on the border of that country um yeah uh i'm horrible uh, why am uh, i why am i drawing a blank yeah i feel like an idiot it's like i hear it on ukraine the ukraine yes so yeah. russia has basically from the last reports have armed up the border of ukraine to, uh, <laughs> to basically intimidate them to eventually invade and yeah. i don't know what ukraine i guess has a lot of value to russia um i don't know what it exactly is but yeah, it's yeah. kind of like how much Taiwan has a lot of value to China, as in which there's a lot of money that can be made in this particular area, right? So yeah, yeah. basically what's going to happen is one day we're going to wake up and we're going to find out that China has invaded Taiwan and Russia has invaded Ukraine. And because we have a United States, that is, has a treaty with these two particular countries to protect them with the United Nations, we will be forced to get into a war 
with the two superpowers. And this is basically going to be World War Three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it, it's like we cannot just let them take it over because it just it it goes against everything that's in the, these treaties that we've signed with these countries. And they're basically just poking the bear. The China and Russia just literally just it's like a kid. It's like a two year old. Right. You tell him no. Yeah. Right. So what he what does he do? He does it. He pushes it just a little bit to see what you do. You tell him no. He pushes it a little bit more and you tell him no. And then he just goes and he pushes it. You know what I mean? And that's basically. Yeah, you're right. It's funny because I sadly I don't take the Russian. I probably should take them a little more serious. I take China extremely more seriously than Russia because Russia, I look as like the guy who has the gun, who doesn't know what he's doing, who could shoot himself in the foot. OK, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't take Russia that seriously. I, I maybe I should. Mm-hmm. But I look at China just a hell of a lot more scary because they have the money They they control more they of our do. debt. You know what I mean? They're more the ones that I'm worried about. They're like the smart gangsters. They're like the they're like the Italian mob, the Chinese, right? They're the ones who figured everything out, know how to run the money, run out of it, you know, other that. And Russia's like the Irish mob, who are just like yeah. they're trigger happy. They just want to kill. They don't think about before what they do. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like the whitey bulges and the, they're like selfie. Whereas China's more like the North End back in the day, where they have everything organized. Organized crime is the key right there. China's basically doing organized crime. And they have everyone by their balls because Every single country in the world depends on China to get their goods. So mm-hmm. this is our rant on uh, current events. Yes. We're probably going to be censored by Facebook because they're not going to like us. They're going to shut no. us down. You the know. Chinese won't like that. But that's right. The Chinese can't even use Facebook. Or should I say metaverse? Or YouTube for that matter. <laughs> for any platform we're on. Is I mean, YouTube what, the metaverse now? I mean, YouTube, fuck you. I know we're on it, but. It's just not doing us any favors. No, no, I know. I mean, no, sorry. Facebook, they rebranded themselves. They're meta, right? Oh, is that what they call themselves now? Yeah, metaverse. Yeah, they got rid of Facebook. They're going to be called the metaverse. It's going to be like meta world peace. When like, no, like, no, metaverse. It's going to be like a uh, virtual world kind of thing. That's what they're that, that's, that's awesome. I can't wait for that to happen. I well, it makes it, more sense considering they collect our metadata. True. I wouldn't. <laughs> right? oh, yeah. Well, they, no, I, 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 I can't. I, I, I loathe for the day. And that um, Facebook has the same uh, consequences as uh, MySpace. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, know, and I don't know what it's going to be. I, I, I got to tell you, we, I mean, we could talk about this, I guess, too, about Facebook. But I don't think a lot of the young kids are using this Facebook like we used Facebook. I think it's kind of like I think it's phasing out. And I think they know that. And I think they need it. That's why they're trying to rebrand themselves. You can't blame them. I mean, it's kind of smart. Yeah, because you know? I have little cousins who are like, in their early 20s, late teens, and then they don't use Facebook. Mm. It's not anything. It's, it doesn't do anything for them. They rather do use other avenues and stuff like that. You know, from whatever. For all I know, they have fake Facebook accounts. For I mean, I have 30 of them. But all right. yeah. let's bring it, I guess, Allison. Allison let's W. And uh, we're going to find out exactly how to pronounce the last. Yes. We are fucking clueless. And I don't think we're uneducated. I just think no, we just don't. Hey, right there. hey guys, hey, Allison. All right, Allison. So first question we have for you: How the hell you pronounce your last name? We've been. Oh my gosh! Okay, I was like, damn, coming in hot with the questions. No, no, we're just, we, we're we've just actually talked for the last fifteen minutes about how we try to figure out how to pronounce your last name. And I was like, I'm sure she gets it a lot. Oh, for sure. I intentionally don't make it easy for anyone. Uh, it's Vojtovich. Wow. Oh, so right. yeah, it helps kind if you don't Slavic. try to read it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of some Slavic going on there. Is that what Polish. it is? Polish. Polish. All right. right. I, I, I yeah. Know. Interesting. When where are you joining us from tonight? I'm in Austin, Texas. Texas. Right? Nice. Yeah. Lucky you, Texas. Yeah. 
Yeah, I get to complain about it being in the 60s and cold right now. That's where we're at. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. How do you deal with a regular day? I, you know, I'm a, I'm a survivor. <laughs> Are you originally from Texas? Yeah, I grew up in a suburb just north of here called Round Rock. So Austin cool. was like the home city. Oh, oh nice. Nice. Yeah. So we are used to the old Texas way. That's, that's yeah. Like, that's yeah. Like, it's like, it's like a little bit of, a little bit of hippie and a little bit of Texas, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Austin's an odd town. Not odd, but like an interesting town because like Texas is so like, you know, like cowboys and like, you know, open space and everything. But then you get these little pockets like Austin and like little pots of Dallas and, and Houston stuff. They're just like, oh, it's interesting. It's an interesting mix. You know, it's, it's fun. Like, yeah. yeah. I like to, I tell people like I eat organic, but it's cause I hunted the thing, you know? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Texas is cool. I, uh, that's like my second state. Well, a third state of evacuation when shit goes down in the Northeast. Is Florida number one. Florida's number one. South yeah. Carolina is number two and Texas is number three. That's when I pack my Jeep and I drive South. And I <laughs> my See, own. Uh, yeah, uh, y'all are both in boston right yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, i'm against the florida thing i think they should just cut that thing off and let it like float away i think everyone's gonna go nuts the country florida. people are gonna be <laughs> jumping across to try and catch it as it floats off <laughs> i have no desire to <laughs> the thing about texas it's so damn big that there's so much space that you could literally like like go and just be in the middle of nowhere and be all right before the rest of the population catches up to it you know yeah, there was a stat I remember from being a kid. I don't know what the population was of the world 10 years ago, but as of 10 years ago, they would always brag to us that uh, if uh, everyone in the world moved to Texas, there's enough land for every single person in the world to have one square acre of property. There you oh, go. <laughs> it says it all right there. Yeah. <laughs> they actually say that, you know, that garbage patch that's floating out in the middle of the ocean, that, that yeah. giant pollution, they say it's the size of Texas. Oh, so shit. Like, we can all move on to the garbage patch and have a square <laughs> acre of garbage. It's <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> I, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed I was in Texas in uh, May. I went down to, uh, I was in Allenton for the for the Rangers game when they played the Sox. And yeah. I was, I, I, it was thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's like, it's, it's one of my favorite places to go, I gotta say. You know. it's a good time everyone's fun and you know it's uh sometimes some people people are always confused that i don't sound more texan i'm like just get me mad or drunk like it'll come out you know <laughs> there you go anyway, it's yeah. big it's enough fun. to be its own country so like when shit goes down i mean that, the it's... the thing is like a, okay i don't know how true this is because i'm from texas and i literally had to take texas history classes growing up so this could be bullshit but <laughs> um, an honest answer. Oh, that's honest yeah. that's honest <laughs> the uh, I can cuss on here, right? Um, of course, yeah. The uh, the Texas state constitution, because Texas was its own country for ten years. Apparently, like one of the stipulations they put into the state constitution when they joined the union was like, "But we can still become our own country whenever we want." And so, like little things like the Texas state flag is allowed to be flown at the same height as the American flag here. Like they just do little things like that to remind yeah. everyone that like Texas comes first. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And there's also a clause in the constitution that Texas can't get broken up into smaller States. So there was mm -hmm. a, there was a thing where they wanted to break Texas up into like five different States at yeah. some point. But when they joined the union, they had said that they were never going to break up and they're always going to be the powerful and the size they are for that particular reason, which makes it hundred percent. That makes sense right there because now they yeah they want to pull away and be like hey fuck you we're just right your own little place here and we have enough people there that, and and yeah guarantee they could they could uh um recruit enough people to go down to texas to join their 
I mean, they were like, we want Texas was like, we want everyone in the city of Austin to have to drive at least six hours before they get out of the state of Texas (laughs) in any direction. Actually makes sense because she's like, you'd be driving for like two hours and you'd be like, it's not even worth it. It's like, let's turn around and go. Yeah, you hit five hours is four and a half to five hours is like the halfway mark to El Paso from here. It's like, Jesus. And like, where else are you going to go? It's like, so if you're in Austin, right? Never mind the the Texas cities, right? What's the next major city you hit? Oklahoma City, maybe like seven hours north and maybe. Yeah, Dallas. Yeah, it's like Austin to Dallas to Oklahoma City, which is six hours. Oklahoma City, six hours. (laughs) No, they're not. So that was actually strategically placed where they put Austin because they figured no one's going to actually leave. They're going to get far enough away. They're going to be like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, they were like, we have a river. This will keep them, you know? Do you enjoy um, the comedy scene that's kind of uh, uh, becoming something that's pretty known down in Texas in the last few years? Yeah, starting to really pop up. There. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. I mean, you know, so I started comedy here, of course, because I'm from here, which was about three years ago, three and a half years ago when I started. And um, we had a really good scene for a local scene here. Like there were a lot of people who would get really good. Like there were enough comedians here that we had a ton of stage time. There was at least one open mic every single night um, and lots of local showcases. So even though like there wasn't a lot of opportunity to make club money here, because there's only one club, like you could get a lot of stage time and actually get pretty good because there are a lot of funny people here. And then, you know, some people would move off to New York or LA. When COVID hit and our one club Cap City closed, it opened up the opportunity for other clubs to come in. And that's exactly what happened. So currently we have four paying clubs here. Oh, cool. Um, and there's at least two more in the works cause cap city's coming back and Rogan's opening his club. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's changed in a lot of ways, but I just wanted to acknowledge that there was a scene here before it just felt like there was a, if you wanted to try and be a professional comedian, there was either like you needed to learn how to work the road or you needed to move. And now it feels like there's a lot more paid opportunity here and a lot more industry people here that, it just feels kind of like a part of LA moved here. And so, yeah, I was going uh, yeah. to say, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I'm sure it brings some good things with it, but it I depends on who it. you ask. Yeah. yeah. It depends yeah. on who you ask. I mean, it was really cool for the past year. I would say right now is about the year mark to when people really started moving in, like besides just Joe Rogan coming here, like Elon Musk. winter, winter of last year, like a lot of the, the, the younger comics, the smaller comics, the even open micers that, Austin felt like a feasible move for whatever reason they started coming in. Um, and I would say like, it's kind of felt like the dust needed to settle for a while. No one knew each other. It was kind of sussing out like who does what, what's going on. So it actually was really cool for the last year, like really good vibes. No one was really competitive about stuff. And it seems like the club owners want to maintain that. Um, and even a lot of the Los Angeles people are like, against some of the LA shit that would go on there and they'll call it out. Cause they're like, no, we're not building that here. So well, like I said, it depends who you ask. I mean, if, if you talk to some people that were here before, it seems like it hurt because they're, they're not connecting with some of the new people. But to me, if you're doing the job to like connect with some of the new people and understand the new circuit, then it's a great opportunity. And I'm very happy with where it's going. And that's, and that's the thing too. When people move, you know, like a lot of people, there's been like an evacuation of California and New York and stuff like that. And people move to the South. And the reason you move in is to get away from all the shit that's happening to the state you are. But if you bring that right. shit with you and have the ideology of what you had up there and bring it down, it, you just dispute the whole purpose of moving in the first place. You might as well stay where you are. 
Totally. And that's like a big thing that Austinites talk about is maintaining the integrity of the city and like the culture of the city, which it seems to hold up fairly well. It's like, like you said, the people that move here move here because they like it. So they want to learn how things work here and maintain that. Which makes sense. I mean, it it, it would be like, like, it would be like passing up a shit sandwich just to eat a shit casserole. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to get away from the shit. It's like, because I know that happens a lot, like especially in New York and Massachusetts and all these people moving down to Florida. And then they go down there and then all of a sudden like, well, let's, let's make it like this up in Massachusetts. And like people, there's a lot of pushback for that. People are like, no, fuck away. I'm like, if you like that, go back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Don't come here and complain about the things you miss when you well, left. <laughs> I think those people are jealous because they realize they can't make it because they suck. So they're like, just going to complain <laughs> about how horrible it is. This is really horrible. No, it's you. Adam, like, you know, that's half <laughs> the people like that, you know, that we, we've run into in the past 15 years they're like basically if they get to the point where it's like they don't find me funny (laughs) they don't understand me like no no one understands you you know what i mean the fine line too between like having that vibe of um a comedian who doesn't want to play the game yeah and instead it just ends up shooting you in the foot because it's like bro the comedy game's the most fun one it means hanging out and like drinking and smoking weed after the show it doesn't mean like (laughs) whining and dining and doing all the shit that corporate people have to do you know so it's like I don't know. I, I tend to agree. Like come go into things with an open mind. If the scene's going to change, you may as well figure out how the new one works yeah. so you can continue getting better. And yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The comedy yeah. scene in Boston's like that. It's like fucking like a lot of people throw people under the train and like they, uh, they talk shit. They'll like, it, it is very, and it's people that aren't funny, which is the sucky part. Right. So, yeah. so, so you go into like a, you're doing a mic or you're doing like a show or something like that. And like, you'll get like the worst possible position. They won't pick you for the mic if it's like a random mic. And it's all like a clicky thing. It's like high school. And it's like a bunch of people totally. not funny. And it's like, yeah. bro, I'm just showing up to do five minutes so I can practice something because I'm doing another show in a few weeks. I'm like, this is all I'm here for. And you look in the right. crowd, it's all the comedians in there. And it's like, you know, or the two people that who got like randomly went to get a bear that night. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're like held hostage like oh we're gonna be in there right uh, already I, I remember i remember when i was i'm not going to mention her name but somebody who i was dating who was part of the boston mm-hmm. comedy scene the one who just kind of cut me off and ghosted me and uh, you know what i'm talking about anyway so she i remember going to one of her sets and like i remember being there and like there were like groups, like people who were supportive of other people, people who were like not supportive of people who had like notebooks and were kind of being like right. shady yeah, about looking around. Yeah. It was like not a comfortable moment. No, Why would crazy. anybody want to be part of this middle school drama? Like, it does not <laughs> sound fun to me. Like, that was my favorite part. Like, there's so many, you know, like every city has at least one Facebook group for the comedians of the city, but yeah. Austin has like two or three. Yeah. And my favorite thing is if there's like some weird drama thing that somehow makes its way onto the internet is like all of the people who don't live in Austin that are in the Austin group will go in there and be like nothing like a good Austin drama sesh to spice up the week and they just start talking shit <laughs> we had this mic in Boston actually it was in Cambridge and it was like a hot mic it was like one of those where like everyone went on it was like the only place on a Tuesday and there would be like a shit ton of people that sign up for this mic and it was uh it was down the street from our old studio at the uh at uh Middle East yes and so you'd get there right at signups and say signups were at 7.30. So I'd be there at like 7.15. We'd do our show. I'd come back down. I'd do and sign up for it. And at 7.30, before the signups even start, I'm already 75th on the fucking list. And I go, how the fuck is this happen? It's like 7 o'clock. 
projectively, 115 is probably when I'm getting up there. Right. You know, at this rate, you know. And how am I 75? There's all the clicky people. So the guy who's running it is his friend. So they all got priority on the list before they even show up. They, they might even show up. They probably don't even yeah. do that. And you're sitting there, if you're freaking pricking your hand, you're like, I'm going to sit here for fucking five hours and listen to a bunch of bullshit where I could just be doing another mic and then come back. And it's like, you can't. Right. You know, yeah. call you. They're probably and, like, you lose your spot if you leave. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was doing, it, it, well, I was doing one mic once and I brought my like camera. I like to film. I used to film my act so I could just kind of make mental notes of my this is you know just to try to figure out what the fuck i'm doing and get like, better yeah yeah nervous twitches and try to like work those stuff out and i remember i'm getting like i'm the next one to be up and it was at this bowling alley in boston i did a mic every wednesday so i was like all right so i'm sitting at the bar and i had my camera set up and i'm getting it all fine-tuned for the guy who was up there i'm not recording them i'm just trying to get the angles right so i can hit play come up there and i'm not you know wasting anyone's time this right. kid comes up to me and he's like oh you know uh you know you're not supposed to be filming in here I go, no, I go, I'm not filming. I'm, I'm go, I'm filming my own. This is like, he was a fill in for the host for that night. Right. Yeah, go, bro. I'm going to cancel this guy on his open mic set. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell me about it. Right. I go, no, but I go, I go, it's not recording. I go, you know, it's a fucking red light that blinks on a camera. I'm not retired. Yeah. You think about it. I go, no, 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 I'm setting my camera up. Cause I, I'm going up next. Cause I, so I could record myself so I could do better. So I don't have to keep doing this every Wednesday <laughs> night. Like you're missing the point. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, well, we just want to make sure because there's a lot of people stealing jokes. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people come into this bowling alley on Wednesday nights and sitting in the back like Dan Cook and stealing jokes all day. I'm sure that's happening here. But oh, my God. Very nervous of me stealing some of your jokes. I'll make sure I'll make I'll, uh, uh, I won't hit record until I go up there. How's that sound when you call me up there? <laughs> Walks away. I was like, what the fuck is this guy? What's this problem? I go, we're all here. Just have fun. It's all. It's, yeah. Like, it should be one of those things where you're supporting each other and helping each other out. Like, yo, I have a show this night. Let's get my, you know what I mean? It shouldn't be like so like fucking cutthroat. Like you want to kill each other for no reason right? You know what I mean? to do a hobby essentially. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Imagine if you were like, went to like a, you were a ceramics club and like, you were like breaking other people's fucking like porcelain ceramics because you were like, Oh, they, they do. Yeah. I want like, mine to be the best. Or like trading like baseball cards. You go to a convention, you're ripping up cards. So your friend doesn't get them. Like something just stupid. Like, <laughs> And like, I don't know. I just look at these people and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, we, and so I don't know. Back in the day when we were at the studio, we used to be actually at a studio. We were at an online radio station several years ago and we'd have these comics come on. And, you know, sometimes we would hang out with them afterwards and we do stuff. And we're like, we get these, like, these, like, these, like, these tour, tour, uh, turf wars that would get into. Of, like, yeah. what open mics they own and, like, who's allowed into them. And I'm like, what the fuck is this all this about? You know what I mean? It's like, that's so wild. That is one thing, like, I do really appreciate the Austin scene, like, before COVID and after. I've, I usually notice comedians, like, if they watch someone else's set, it's like they're genuinely just wanting to see their set. And then I've, I've watched and had several comedians do it to me where, like, someone goes up to someone after watching their set and they're like, hey, try this tag. Like, it's, it, it, it is mostly supportive in that way. Like, I think joke stealing is pretty acknowledged that, like, we're not going to even talk about it because we're not going to do it. And if, <laughs> and if someone, you know, we're not going to like go out and accuse people of stealing jokes. Like yeah. even like I noticed the other day I was talking with some comics and one of them said to another like, hey, man, I heard so and so do exactly this joke of yours the other day. But it was like no way that that person had stolen it because they were in from out of town. And it was just oh like a ha ha ha. Like, fuck, I wasn't being original. It wasn't even 
angry, you know? So I, I do appreciate that a lot down here. Uh, I do. I do wonder if it's like the issue is, is more of a Northeast thing. Cause like even the people we've had, the comedians we've had on the show, I feel like the few that we have had problems with it. And the thing is like, you come on here, we're just having like a discussion. You're not on. Like this isn't this isn't a stand-up. But I think <laughs> we're not exchanging yeah, bits. No, exactly. no, no, we're not doing this. So you're not doing like we're just chatting. But we've had a few people come on here who I think they think they're on. Mm-hmm. So they start trying to be funny when right. really we're just talking. And we had I have, we've had a couple people. There's this one guy who was like, he's like just kind of turned on me because he felt like he needed a target. Yeah. And um, and then I just eventually flipped it on him. And I was like, Oh, I get it. Like you're the insult the co-host guy. I get it. I mean, yeah. right? And um um, it's just like up here in the northeast i don't know maybe it's the weather it's gotta be you, i was gonna say you yeah. guys are just more angry up there like do you see how much i've smiled on this episode yeah, i'm you're shocked doing great. You're very i'm smiley. shocked at like how much you guys have smiled with the accent that Artie has that's uh yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I killed mine Artie just already embraces it I, I just i got rid of mine dude what even is your name your thing says youtube oh, uh, potato. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm adam that's my adam name. okay adam. <laughs> Well, Artie should introduce me. Artie doesn't like to introduce me. Get attacked with questions about my name and my heritage as soon as I get on here. Jesus Christ. That's true. What's your name? How do you pronounce your last name? (laughs) I'm writing a list here. Like, what the name? I wonder where you're from. (laughs) Just talking about World War II prides you coming on to. So it all makes sense. (laughs) uh, No, seriously. have Have you been up to the Northeast at all? I haven't been to Boston. I I've I've gone to New York to do stand up once, but it was like I was opening for someone, so it wasn't even like I actually hit the New York scene. But, but the yeah, New York scene's kind of like that though. Like it is a like hundred different. It's like so so like New York is like Boston, except just like times like three. So like Boston is like four or five ni- mics every night or on the you know the week. In New York, right. he has about 20 and you could really, really just start at four o'clock in the afternoon and go to one o'clock in the morning and bounce around. And Boston, fucking nuts. <laughs> Boston's kind of like that. Like, I know a few people that double up on mics and stuff when they know they can get on a show and do a mic. And Oh, definitely. Little- we do yeah. that here, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you want to get as much stage time as possible. But New York, you could just like show up and be like, all right, I can get here at, and spend the entire evening just doing mics all right. Know bounce around from brooklyn to manhattan so you know queens and just kind of get some shit but like it's like sometimes i don't know if that's quality over quantity <laughs> right it's like so would you rather just have like a really like a good night like so in austin right you probably get a set right they, they give yeah. you five to seven minutes and you have this quality set that you can actually build upon or like and that which seems a little more beneficial to most people because you can actually fine tune it or just bounce around to like a hundred different like mics in one night and just fucking you know just I don't know, dick jokes. Yeah, I do think like I had that struggle for a while. Like when I started comedy, I was so obsessed and I was single. So I didn't have shit to do. And like I would go to as many mics as I could a week, which in Austin at the time was like 12 ish. Mm -hmm. And um, I I remember there was one night that I could hit three mics in one night if I did it right. And the only reason I liked that was because I could say like, okay, every all of these mics are four minutes. I'm going to try and write four new minutes. And then record each set and in between sets, listen to it and then fix it and then do whatever. But then like, I kind of agree to, as I got more into it, I, I would still do that today. Cause that would be a really good way to crank out new material fast, but I probably most other nights would just be like, okay, which mics are my favorite, which ones actually give me real feedback. Like there's people watching. 
Um, which ones do I hate least going to, (laughs) you know, use the time to practice those then. And then on some other nights, just use that time to write and be more, be Uh, more intentional about it rather than just trying to get on stage as often as possible. Sorry to, I don't want to change the subject too much here. Sorry, but uh, Allison, I was just Googling your name here. Oh God. (laughs) So yes. Talking about a play on words that just came up. One of the few things that just came up when it was naked nutrition, vegan pea protein. (laughs) Right, right. Talk about a play on words. If I wanted to take Fuck. that, another one. Right. <laughs> oh no, this is what happens when you're too online. Like, I just need to remove my entire web footprint. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's a brand. I'm like, okay, that that could make a nutrition's a, a supplement brand that I have worked with in the past through my yeah. fitness brand. Yeah, yeah I was like, whew, okay, <laughs> running for Congress one day, and they Google her name, and they're like, that's an interesting uh, dude. I don't, why did you even say that? I've had so many people lately start calling me Senator Allison. I just said, like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I learned a long time ago doing this show for almost 20 years that I had to not use my last name when I started <laughs> posting stuff because. You do a lot of stuff when you're in college and you just don't really give a shit. And you realize that like 10 years later, when you may be applying for a job that they could Google your name and, yeah. you know, hear about the time <laughs> you had this girl, you know, have fun off a wiffle ball bat while you're in studio. And, you know, not that there was a bad thing at the time, but it's probably something your future employee doesn't want to know about unless you work at the company and adam and i work currently right now where they actually encourage stuff like that which is actually pretty funny so i was gonna say that's a that is an argument i think i've won with my mom when i post some dumb shit on the internet and then she's like you'll never get a corporate job and i'm like i don't want a corporate job yeah Yeah, any suggestions out there be like hey listen use a pen name and then when you get famous (laughs) then it doesn't really matter at that point because at that point it's just what it is what it you know what i mean yeah like yeah, I, and I'm similar to you guys. I got, I have cool. I all my stuff is like freelance, so they're like bosses but clients at the same time. The people yeah. that run the companies I work with, they don't give a yeah. shit. They yeah. love that I do comedy, so it's like, cool, it's, you know, it's a nice relief. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, this person has a personality, not some kind of like robot. Like oh, I am here to work. <laughs> I have no yeah personality. one of the brands I work with like hired me to do like photos for some stuff and then like while I was there they were like actually can we film some video ads because you have a personality all of our other models won't talk to us <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> dude it's like why is someone so serious just relax unwind a little bit you know so uh, I gotta ask and maybe you can talk about it maybe you can't so out of all these products <laughs> you have endorsed maybe one you don't endorse anymore in terms of like uh, fitness or are there ones that you tried to and you were like this is just bullshit <laughs> um i've had some con like usually i won't actually post the review of it if it's terrible because i don't want to waste my time producing that content and i don't want to piss the brand off so like if they send me something that i don't like or um is like bad ingredients or whatever. I'll just be like, Hey, like I don't support this or Hey, like I'm not going to review this <laughs> or something. Uh, are, are, are there any of them that did like certain things, like maybe like break out or have like an allergic reaction without saying the brand name itself, but were there any that you were just like really stupid? Like, this is just horrible. No. Um, Cause like I said, I'm, I'm pretty, especially like when I was really into running this website, I haven't really posted on it in a minute, but um, when I was really doing that a few years ago, I was like, I was like coming out of an eating disorder. So I was probably still applying that to the foods I would and wouldn't eat to some extent, but it was like hyper fixation on good versus bad ingredients. So if there was an ingredient I knew I was going to have a reaction to, then like, I just wouldn't even eat it. Cause like, why would I do that? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, but I still stand by most of these. I'm like looking at them now. I'm like, which one? <laughs> like, what's on there? Yes, oh, <laughs> yeah. There's one that I probably wouldn't endorse anymore, but. Um... Hello. I would take whatever. Someone could be like, yeah, let's not give you $1,000 if you endorse eating dog shit. Bring on the shit. All right. I'd be like, what? $1,000 and $1,000. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'll do yeah. it. You know what? Honestly, maybe 100 bucks. I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> Credit card, yeah. I, I don't know. think a hundred bucks would cover the E. coli now, charge at the hospital. Would, dude. would you rather? Would you rather eat ice cream flavored shit or shit flavored like ice cream? Uh shit flavored ice cream. I think shit flavored. Yeah, ice. Shit really flavored ice, cream. ice cream for sure. No, the yeah. other way around. Oh, you'd rather eat the shit that's taste that tastes like ice cream? Because yeah, I don't want to taste the shit. Like, oh my god! But you don't want to eat the shit. This, <laughs> this, this is this is a, this is a, this like is. My, I see my dog eat his own shit all the time. Like, how bad could it be? You know, Allison, this is world problems with it. Like, Dude, this literally <laughs> is the divide in our country right now. <laughs> Big time. This, right? this is it. It's just it's not politics. It's would you eat the shit or would you eat the ice cream? The ice cream flavored shit. And that's or it. The <laughs> shit flavored like ice cream. That's why that's that's the question I'm gonna ask you when when this country goes to shit and you're entering <laughs> Texas to join their universe down there. It's gonna be like Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia, Florida, all that. That's gonna be like the, the, the place to go. But when you enter the border, they're gonna be like, Would you rather eat shit? Tastes like shit. And Allison, have- <laughs> families will be divided. You'll be saying, yes. "Yeah, the South is only going to accept the people that'll eat the shit flavored ice cream because it's so hot. We have Allison, to eat ice cream." You're gonna, w- Allison. You're gonna wake up at 3 a.m. staring at your ceiling and being like, "God damn it! Now I don't know." Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna happen. She's already in Texas. So she's already good. I'm gonna be waving bye to my infants. So I'll be like, "Sorry guys, I, I got go. <laughs> nothing. I can do. We may never see each other again." <laughs> We need to get this poll trending on Twitter. I think I'm going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so you do a podcast too, right? I do. Yeah. Tell yeah. Us a little bit about that. Uh, it's called Detox with Allison and it's spelled D-E-T-A-L-K-S. Uh, it's a play on words because I'm annoying, but um, basically I hook up uh, my guests to a vitamin IV while I talk to them about stuff. So nice. wait, really? I, yeah. I personally don't hook them up to the IV. We have a nurse, but <laughs> No, but it's it's cool. yeah. <laughs> so what kind of vitamins are in this IV? Um, so we shoot it over at uh, this place called MSW Lounge, and they've got like all these different um, uh, blends, basically. So any major vitamin you can think of, we've got. Um, and then like the a lot of like they have in Vegas where like if you like to get hung over, you can go to these places to kind of get. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah. And we definitely have that. Yeah. Really? We definitely have people that come in for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. OK. Yeah. So- so it's fun. And we put like any, I usually put NAD in the podcast guests one too, which is the stuff Rogan won't stop talking about just because they're like, can I get the Rogan vitamin? And I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> that's okay. usually included. So that's pretty cool. So you, you, you pretty much drug your guests. And then yep. they in. <laughs> and then- Dude, every single comedian that has come in has asked if either they can get morphine mm-hmm. or um, uh, someone asked if, if we could put cocaine in there. And then someone else asked if it was adrenochrome, which I had to Google. And that's the baby blood that the people who rule the world supposedly drink. So, um, yeah, it's all all over the map. <laughs> So what, what made you come up with that concept? Like, like let's get someone drugged up and let's ask some questions. Because uh, we don't get me wrong. We've when we were in the studio, we used to get, I guess, drunk and high. And like we'd like they're loosen up a little bit as the show yeah. went on. So I understand the concept, but like right. you have to give them something that's actually good for them. It's actually, you know, something I'm totally. Yeah. So I, I do it because of that. Right. Like a lot of the comedy podcasts are like, let's sit here and get drunk or sit here and get high and do something. And I'm like, no, we're going to sit here and take your damn vitamins. Uh, I know you guys aren't aren't functioning well so 
um, taking care of my friends while I talk to them. Uh, most of the guests have been comedians and yeah, the idea came from, um, there's the company called Big Laugh Comedy here in Austin. They are the ones booking Vulcan where Kill Tony happens, Red Band Secret Show happens. Uh, Rogan's been headlining there every week and then like other stuff goes through. Mm. Um, so they have like a content side where they get a lot of web traffic. So they want to keep producing content. The owner of Big Laugh uh, is a friend of mine. And he asked if I wanted to host initially the Big Laugh comedy podcast. He's like, I just want you to interview the headliners that come through um, so we can like have content on the website. And I was like, great. And as we talked about it more, he goes, actually, I think it would be way more fun if you made it your own. Like if you had a podcast, what would you want to do? And I was like, I have access to the studio over at the Vitamin Lounge. I think comedians should take better care of themselves. And I bet I can get a sponsor with free IVs for the show. And I did. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, so it was just like pulling my connections in a couple of places. And yeah, it, it combines things that I care about health, health and comedy and just good conversations. Awesome. So what do you guys yeah. talk about? It's kind of like, kind of like this, you just freelance, just have conversations while they're hooked up to it, like an IV. Yep. Yeah. The video, it's literally just us like sitting in couches with one arm, like pretty much immobile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That podcast, but I'm going to be in hospice and they're going to be giving me morphine so I don't, I can don't feel the pain of me dying. Yeah, well, he's making it this long. I guess we have another week left of podcast. You're just gonna live stream whenever you need to get a kidney transplant. You're just being in the hospital, and uh, I I need someone's liver because I just drank mine dry. Yeah, I think I I would have a problem with that. I'm trying to think right now, and like it sounds great, but I don't think I could let like somebody who's if I'm not in a hospital hospital setting or my own doctor i don't think i could let them put a needle in my arm oh they're all know. nurses we all i know have i know i know they're not gonna do nurses before stupid, and- but i think just the visual that like i'm on a couch or i'm somewhere and this person who i'm trusting yeah. is a nurse and i'm not in a hospital or doctor's setting is sticking me with i'll be like get oh. the fuck away it from is me. technically like, a medical clinic i will say something okay. that might scare you oh, hospital doctors and nurses rarely have to do IVs. Like they have a phlebotomist will come in and do it. And so like, that's actually like the hardest part about hiring at the clinic is finding a nurse that's confident they can do IVs. So actually it's a way better chance to get an IV there. All right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Can't get a vein. I can't get a vein. Yes, I, I know. It. It fucking, oh, it's so gross. Well, uh, I remember a long time ago there was this uh, this medical assistant girl who I was I was kind of sweet on, and uh, she was like, "Can I practice on you?" Trying to. Well, I was I, I was like, "Are you from the fifties? I was sweet well, on that's her." That's my polite way. Okay, I was trying to get it in with. Okay, <laughs> right. And, I, that's, and so she was like, uh, "Can I practice on you?" And in my head, I'm like, because she wanted to like try to find me to come in and try to find a vein. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, "How bad do I want this?" Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. So I went in, and it was like, and yeah. like it just, it was horrible. Dude, men and, will do that every single time. Well, I, I lived with a nursing the, major in college, juice, and she definitely juice, poked uh, her boyfriend. Yeah. Well, the, in mean, the end, though, the uh, the juice was worth the squeeze. I mean, uh, just, but. In that people moment, people. it was horrible. <laughs> like, hey, I'm a nurse. Horrible. I practice on the, I, I need to study for a final. I go, can you just strip down so I can practice the body parts? Yeah, I'm, I'm a major. But I was sweet on her. Yeah, I'm an anatomy major. Let me show you some things. Yeah. I, I was sweet on her, and then I thought we could go necking Ooh. over by the by the bluffs, and uh, we could park. You know, you <laughs> drove over to the Overlook. Yes, this is uh, scandalous. I, you had a baby, and uh, you guys were only eighteen. Mm. It all goes downhill from there. He moved That's to a mining town, town to get a job. Yeah. Moved to a mining town. 
Couldn't get no gold. Got the black lung at 38 and died at 45. And I did a podcast while I was in hospice. It's a life well lived. Yes, it was. That's a man. That's a life right there. Oh, packaged up into a good time. But um, I was going to ask you. So have you did you go to California at all? Have you tried out there? L.A.? Yeah, I've been to L.A. a lot. I yeah. probably went to L.A. like eight times in the course of a year and a half because one of my best friends lived out there. So I had a free place to crash and she does comedy, too. So she would like you take like me around for comedy. Mm-hmm. You like comedy out there in L.A. or would you prefer to be in New York if you had a choice of two evils? I, like I said, I haven't tried like the actual New York scene. I thought like just living wise, I would much prefer L.A. for a lot of reasons. I'm used yeah. to living in a driving city. I'm used to the heat, you know. Yeah. Um, but as far as the comedy scene goes, I definitely need to check out New York more because I have a feeling I'd actually like that scene better. Yeah. Um, just because LA, like at least pre-COVID, it was just so sad. Like no one wanted to support each other in the open mics. They were always dead. Shows were fun, you know, mm. shows could be fun. Um, the people were very nice outside of the mics. It was just like the mics made you want to kill yourself. And I was like, this sucks, <laughs> you know. <laughs> very impressive. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but the mics here, I mean, there's a ton of people here now, but like the mics are still be, lively, I would say. You might be know. all right in Texas. I think at this point, I think Texas might be the third monopoly, um, metropolis of comedy at this point because it's trying to be for sure. It's and I think it has all, to be. And has everything going for it too. I mean, a lot of people going out there. I mean, you know, like you, get, you get Rogan, you have Crowder, they all base themselves in Texas, right? And then yeah. you have the fact that it's the, the ideology of the state of Texas is completely opposite of the majority of New York city and LA. So you have counter, you know, opposing ideals and kind of people just want to just to get away from that stupid rigmarole of those two cities. Yeah. And kind of just like try something different and try to like, you know, reinvent maybe the scene, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, they're really trying to do that, lay the foundation for it and just build it, build it right. Correct. Like it, yeah. to get all the shit that was from those two towns and like I, I'll throw Boston and Philly up into the New York scene because it's all northeast. It's all the same because you can get to one town from the other in a couple in a few hours. But like so like the northeast scene in the in the California, scene, it's just like people just don't want to deal with that shit. It's like it, and I think people just dealt with it because a there was no other option. It was either go to, you know, New York to do comedy or L.A. to do, you know, movies or acting or whatever like that. If you really were. Yeah. whatever, And then. You had nowhere else to go. I mean, Florida had a little bit, but it was like, I mean, you go down to Florida. I've done mics in Florida and stuff. And it's just kind of like, it's Florida. You know, it's I mean? Florida. Yeah. It's like, it's like people enjoy it and people go down there and people like comedy down there. But it's like, it's not like no one's moving to Florida to do this. Right. And yeah, Texas was like the first place to be like, you know, it's, and it, it makes sense. It's centrally located. It's like easy to get to. It's so right. Big. It can really hold a lot of people. People, are really strong opinionated Texans. I guess they're probably the most, they probably have the most pride of any state of like, yeah. And it's funny because anyone who moves here, like instantly has Texas pride. As soon as they move here, that's like the running joke. People who moved here three years ago are like, these new people get off my lawn. And it's like, okay. You know, I like the fact that you go to Walmart and like, there's a guy with a six shooter on the side of him and no one's 
LeBron. Does every new resident get a gun? Dude, I, okay, look, I have my license to carry a handgun. I never carry, but I have it because I own a, I own a handgun and I just wanted to have the license, right? Don't convince us. We already knew and, that. Into this. And well, I say that because like, I, I try to pay attention to the gun laws just so I'm in the know. And whatever the freaking like constitutional carry thing was that went into Texas, like, I don't know what happened in the city of Austin, but like suddenly bars just didn't care if people were carrying their gun in them anymore. Like, I think technically it's still illegal to do that, but the city of Austin is just not really doing anything about it anymore. And so I've like seen people just open carrying a holster, like in a bar at a comedy show. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) I was in Dallas once and I was at a pool hall and um, there was people with guns on them. And I didn't think much of it at the time. And then yeah, I watched you're definitely not supposed to have a gun yeah. inside of a building that makes more than half of its money from alcohol. That's Correct. like yeah. a huge yeah. rule. Yeah. That's how it's in yeah. most places. Like, you Massachusetts that way. You're not allowed to bring a gun to a bar. Yeah. You know, no idea. But then I watched Miss Con- Congeniality. What the fuck? I have a stroke. Miss Congeniality? <laughs> what trying to say? But Miss, you're oh, referencing a Sandra Bullock movie. To, yeah, to Sandra Bullock. She also lives in Austin, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the Sandra Bullock movie where she was a. Uh, Miss congeniality. Yeah. That's it. And then the, the guy had the gun and she's like, gun, gun. And she like jumps into Texas. Everyone has a gun. And it's like, yeah, that makes sense. Everyone has a gun. Yeah. Why would I say okay. I can't pronounce words tonight? What, what else is new? Tonight? Yeah. But like on the scene, <laughs> on the scene stuff, like um, I've definitely met more people from California than New York here, um, mm-hmm. especially the ones that have moved. Um but I've definitely talked to like certain people. I mean, people who book, right. Like red bands said it to me before, like some other people that know the LA scene very well as they do really like that. Um, Texas gives them an opportunity to build a comedy scene without having to worry about Hollywood and everyone's goals yeah. with Hollywood. Cause like you said, if people are moving to LA, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm doing comedy, but also I may as well get an agent and try and get on TV. Cause that's how you get famous. And there's a lot of like Hollywood bullshit that comes with that. And yeah. There's definitely some of Hollywood moving here too, like Netflix and HBO. I think just both announced that they're building headquarters here, but um, it's uh, it's it's not the same. So it it kind of did give us a clean slate in some ways. Back in the, like, the late nineties, I was supposed to be famous. They were like, I was gonna move out to LA, and then my uh, guy I knew was like, "There's this guy, uh, Javi, you're gonna meet with Javi uh, Weinstein." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> great!" And then um, I met with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not looking for someone like you. I'm looking for." girl so i can diddle that's the end of my acting career so i was gonna say did you just try a bit on me what's going on (laughs) (laughs) oh man no no a little bit off a little too hairy for his uh liking i guess but um do you have a website where can people find your first source of your podcast where can we find that and where can we uh if anyone wants to book you for a gig or uh find any of your uh material where can they go get you yeah, uh, most of my stuff is Aliwo, A-L-L-I-W-O. That's Instagram, and my website's also Aliwo.com. Um, and then, and I think it's like at Aliwo on Facebook to find my page on there. Um, and then, yeah, the podcast, again, it's Detox with Allison, D-E-T-A-L-K-S. And that's on all the places you can listen to it. It's on Big Laugh Comedy YouTube channel and blcomedy.com under podcast. So Sweet. those are the things. <laughs> well, I'm just going to call you Allie Woe because it's easy to pronounce. It's my nickname. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the last name like that, you need an abbreviation, which, you know, I've had so many people try to talk me into making Allie Woe my stage name. And I'm like, but no. I'm not Eliza. <laughs> <laughs> 
Adam is a very intelligent guy who, who who understands the English language. I'd say pretty thoroughly the most most of my friends, and he has Thank you. The I last name. That. So, you know, to me, I didn't feel so bad. No, like, well, you know, Vojtovich is in English though, so <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true too. <laughs> He's a uh, what's the word? He's a pronouncist. It's a it's a study of pronouncing. <laughs> a pronounceologist. Pronounceologist. <laughs> I like it. Well, Allison, thank you for joining us. Um, yeah. And if we're ever in the uh, Austin area, we'll be sure to contact you because. Yeah, hit me up. I run a show here and I know who else to hit up. So. Cool. And if you're ever in Boston, likewise, let us know. Hell yeah. Sounds good. Nice to meet you, Allison. Have a good thank night. Thank you, guys. You Fine, too. Texas, thank you. I think a linguist? Someone who can pronounce words. Before. Is that what it is? Yeah, a, 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 a articulate. Articulation. I don't fucking know. Ellie will. Allison, you want to give her last name a shot? Just nice. I like her sass. She's funny. Like when her. I'm bad at so when Adam is that struggling, that's when we have a problem. Because I mean that's for the most part, like you're like the the life vest for me well, in you. English language. Yeah. I appreciate it. And I here's the thing too. I'm not a dumb guy. I just don't like reading. And I, I never finished a book in my life. It, yeah, here's the thing. You're not you're not dumb. But you can sound it sometimes. You just have to pull it together sometimes. Yeah, it's I'm there, sure. and I can, I can, I can, I can, I can navigate you, and I know what you're saying. You, you just need to sometimes get there. I, I yell at my son for the same exact thing when he's like, "Do do." He's like, "Ooh ooh," and I'm like, "Oh, dude, you get ADD." And I'm like, "Oh, look, I'm talking to myself because I get the same exact problem." Like he just like loses like focus. You know yes. I mean? Like there were times if we were at like a round table discussion and you were trying to say yeah. the thing is like I know what you're saying, but like if it's yeah, it yeah just it gets clubbed, but I know what you're what you're doing. Yeah, yes. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. You know what no, I mean? it doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And uh so the studio we're in right now, we got some news that this studio will be moving yet again. So I'll be moving this studio that we're in right now to another location uh, within the next year. Mm-hmm. Not the house. The house has stayed the same, but my actual studio. I am losing my studio. Um, I will let everyone know the reason why I'm losing my studio. Um, I'll let you know, obviously, beforehand. But okay. um, yeah, so uh, I just feel like I am living the life of the American dad. I get a little bit of something and then it keeps shrinking and it keeps shrinking. And it keeps shrinking until I have to build a shed in my backyard and we have to do the show from back there. I, I kind of feel like I said something like this would happen. Like yeah, <laughs> I'm, losing, I'm losing territory. Liberties are getting like, taken away. You're, the, you're like, like the American person. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I feel like I made such a, like a, a distinct move to be like, all right, I, I dominated my territory at this, this mm-hmm. house. And I was like, this is and like now I'm exiled to the porch, which is fine. She and I feel like like. Sue gave me like, oh, yeah, you can have the it's like she was giving me the porch because she knew other areas were going to be taken over. So mm-hmm. I have to watch a Patriots game in 40 degrees on a porch in November. And that's my but I can do anything I want out there. That's my my territory. Mm. But it's a November. Oh, getting- <laughs> like I'm like, I feel like a prisoner here. Like it's now she's looking at me across the room like she's going to hit you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, my, I've been exiled to the back porch and the porch. So well, yeah. looking forward to Sunday. Sunday's going to be interesting. Should Friendsgiving. Be. Oh, it's going to be really interesting because it's going to be, you know, you're bringing your date. Eric's bringing a date. Joey's bringing a yep. date. 
Can't wait to see the porch though. It looks good. Which is nice. Hope the weather's nice. With three TVs going with different football right. games on. Right. Are you still looking at me over there? She's like staring at me like because she's like angry. Oh, she's smiling though. She's not angry. So I'll it's at least get smile. dinner tonight. That's good. Is it, is it a real smile though? Oh, well, I don't know. Just waiting for you, dude. Oh, good. All right. Well, we should wrap this up. Adam, anything you plug in real quick? Oh, you can always check out uh, my YouTube channel, The Whirlwind Potato. That's good. And you can check me out in my probably uh, by this time next year underneath my porch in the back of the house because that's where I'll be uh, limited. To. I, I so I have to buy a shed for like all my like my like my lawnmower and stuff like this. And I'm really yeah. buying a big shed that I can just live out there. I put bunk beds out there. Maybe you can sleep over. Maybe we can have a campfire. Get, a heater, get some heating going on there. Yeah. There's some illegal electricity going into that place. I'm just, I'm going to be an extension cord I buried under the backyard into the place. <laughs> I can help you set up a little grow house next to it. Like know? my neighbor next door. Yeah. yeah. You know, we got to do something. I have to retake my territory, Adam. I'm losing ground. You do. You do. You're not going to win, man. Or you'll get a little bit of it, and then you're going to lose it again. That's what's going to happen. It make you feel like you win, but yeah. you don't. Yeah, like the porch. I no. thought I got to win. I put the two T. I put the three TVs out there on the porch. I thought I got to win. You, you already had the. You already had the attic, but you're losing that for an out. But that area is no. going to be cold now, so you're you're. It is downsized. But you have the basement. You have your Lego land. I do, but it's only a matter of time. Could be. And once I once I invest the money into redoing that section, it's only a matter of time until Henry's hanging out with his friends playing, you know, PlayStation eight, <laughs> and, uh, you know, whatever, how many years from now. And I'm saying, yeah. oh, this is where I used to go just to chill and just watch TV. And now now all of West Newbury is here playing video games on a Tuesday after school. I'm like, oh, so I lost that space. Yeah. No. Next thing you know, you're like you're like George and using the couch at work just to hang out. Well, that's the problem. We'll, we'll probably have to take <laughs> over the company and then I'll just be there on a Friday way past longer than I should be there on a Friday. Annoying all the people who, who are like, at, so we're what, in our 30s who, you know, fast forward 20 years who are in their 30s. And they're like, why is the boss still here on a Friday when he has a boat and he lives downtown? He could be doing anything he wants. It's because he doesn't have okay. the space anymore. So, yeah, so, that's basically going to be us. So. Let, let's not create a self-fulfilled prophecy because there is that whole jinxing okay. it to create that for yourself. Yeah, no, it's yeah, let's, let's not. It's not there yet. You got time. You can do this. I believe in you. Yeah, it's always the Powerball you can win. You know what I mean? That can change things dramatically and everything is just feels so much better. So, yeah. All right, sir. Well, it's been a pleasure. All right, my friend. Now we'll do this again. So, oh, next week, possibly, I'll fi- oh, we'll finalize it tomorrow but we may be live on location adam and i'm actually be together in the same place live show next week live show next week we might figure this out at um tomorrow i go to the place in which Mm. so we'll figure it out but i'll let you know if not we'll be here the day before thanksgiving and that's my i would say the day i get probably the third most drunkest in the year the day before thanksgiving so it'll be a good time can't wait to see it yeah all right well, All right, buddy. hey, like us on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. See you later. Bye.